0: blog talk radio good morning welcome to UROK okay with blog talk radio this is Mara thank you for joining me I have come now to realize this show is periodically rebroadcast, and I thank all of you who listen to the show whenever you listen to the show. and I want to remind you that what we are creating is a conscious energy, an energy that believes the universe, the universe, this planet and every planet within the universe can be structured around love. Now, it's somewhat difficult because of our natures to uh, want to be better than someone else. But that's what this show is about. And when we join together, our hearts, our minds, our hands, we join and sit with God as you understand God to be at that point there's always an opening and you can always join and when you were joining whether the show was broadcast last week 5 weeks ago 2 years ago you were joining in a circle of love that is still alive and well We are together sending out a conscious decision to bring our lives forward in love to bring our lives forward showing kindness, showing our kindest thoughts, our highest thoughts, our highest deeds. We are living our lives focused on ourselves instead of living our lives focused on someone else's. And that, my believe, my friends, is a huge, huge thing. I'm going to tell you a little bit about me today um, so that you understand where I'm coming from. Some of you are new. Some of you have been around for a long time. I have been with Blog Talk Radio for quite a while now, I guess, about four years. Um, Let me share with you that, first of all, I make my living. My vocation is being a lawyer, my avocation is reminding each and every citizen of this world and all worlds that they are loved just as they are, and that no deed that was done in the past forever alters the present and the future unless we allow it to. Each and every listener is loved. Now, this morning I've been involved in a business transaction until literally three minutes before this. I thought that a deal was done on uh, Friday night and I went home and yesterday was my birthday and I did all those birthday things and I still have text messages I haven't responded to. Because um, things started going south on my deal. Not so far south that the deal is done, but they started going south. And as that was happening, I got this sense of losing my peace. And that's something I don't want to do. So no matter whether I am a lawyer or I am following my avocation and talking to people about how much they are loved, just as they are right now, so that they can let go of the entangling decisions of the past and move forward. No matter what job I'm in, I want to be my highest self, and I want to be in a place of peace with God as I understand God to be. Now, in that regard, I'm not asking any of you to... To use the word God that I use, I'm not asking you to uh, disavow Jesus. I'm not asking you to avow Jesus. I'm not asking you to disavow Mohammed, nor am I asking you to vow, you know to vow to Mohammed. I am not asking you to be a Buddhist. I am not asking you to be a Deist. I am not asking you to let go of Wiccan ways or to assume Wiccan ways. I am simply asking and encouraging encouraging you, to spend time every day with whomever your higher power is, in a place of peace, and during that time, lighting some incense, lighting a candle, closing down the space if you don't light anything, just going to a place of peace that is constantly yours, and in that spot, begin igniting the energy of loving, kind thoughts for the world. We always hear that it's man's nature to be violent, and the Dalai Lama said, if that were true, we would all be dead. And I think that's true. So, it isn't our nature to be violent. In fact, our nature at our core is a divine light. A light that is connected one with the other into a huge, huge, huge thinking organism. We are all connected. And as we join in that common space each one of us would go to on a regular basis, we residually leave energy of the time before. And we begin igniting the power of our collective existence, which I call God. So the God that I talk to you about is not a God that is judging what we do because we are here experientially to ju- to live. The God that I talk about is not one who is deciding that uh, who goes to the other side and who does not. Because the God as I understand God to be invites everyone to the other side. That God has unconditional love beyond anything that any of us have ever experienced. As long as we exist, we are enough. Now in saying that, I'm not justifying decisions that have been made that are harming others because that's contrary to why any one of us is here. We are here to experience and learn to move together in love. And we resist that. And many of us think that we don't have enough time to go and build a spot in our house, in our car, in our garage, in our office, where we just take a moment to connect every day with God. I can tell you personally the benefits of doing that are immense, and it only takes three minutes, three minutes a day, and I can guarantee that you will have increased peace. But on days like yesterday, when I lit my incense in the morning, but I did not stop at night and follow my ritual, even though I was reminding myself, Even though I was sitting in a place of residual energy, I lost ground in my journey to peace. That is ground that I can reclaim because I know where I left my peace. Always my peace is in the hand of God as I understand God to be. So this show is not about judging any faith. And in fact, there are some faiths that I am so immensely respectful of. I am very respectful of those who practice Islamic uh, faith. And take time every day, five times a day, to roll out a rug, to lay down their head, so that their third eye touches that rug and to salute our collective being. So the show is not about trying to I guess the word is proselytize and bring people into believing as I believe, uh and it is not about me being someone who is telling you anything that you don't already know on your own. You don't need me here on Sunday morning or every other Sunday morning or however it works with my schedule to remind you that God is with you always. Because God is with you always. All you have to do is reach out your hand and take the hand of God. It's not complicated. Last week when I was in Texas for... Um, Thanksgiving. It seems so long ago that Thanksgiving occurred. But when I was in Texas for Thanksgiving, there was this lady there, and she was clearly looking for a leader to lead her to a place of peace. And since meeting her, that has, has been something on my mind. Number one, she was using uh, very wise messengers. I'm not going to challenge uh, and I'm not going to name, but there are some out there who, who indicate that if you can spend two hours a day meditating, then you'll know peace. And I looked at her and I thought, my gosh, doesn't she work? We all work. Who has two hours a day to meditate? I love God with my heart, my mind, and my soul. I try to meditate all day long by staying connected to God, but to take two hours out of my day in one bulk? My goodness, my friends, there will never be anyone at peace with God if you have to spend two hours. And that's because you don't. You don't. By complicating the process, by creating a process at all, that leader, who's going to be celebrated on Oprah, I guess, for a month, that leader has created a hierarchy where he is at the top of it. So now people... Follow his practices, just like they've followed other leaders, religious leaders practices as the way, my friends, I'm here to tell you today that there are as many ways there are as many many ways as there are human beings on this planet. Because the way to God is to connect with yourself and with God. If you love being with people and doing things with people and speaking and singing songs, we're talking about a little song today, that's cool. Cool. Do it. But when you're away from that group, when you're alone in the solitude of the restroom. For moms, sometimes that's the only place there's solitude and not for very long there. That's joke. and bad at jokes. But even in the solitude, even in your solitude, wherever it is, you are connected with God and you are in charge of that connection. Yes. That is true, I promise you. And I said three minutes, I'm going to show you that. We're going to do a Niles, Be Still Thy Soul. I like to start the show with that every every time that we have a show. I wish that I could say every week, but it is not every week. But the bottom line is, Be Still Thy Soul is a song That was written by Anil, who is a Swedish singer, for firing the grid. And the grid is abstractly, although I guess some people believe it's a concrete thing. But let's talk abstractly. The grid is what we're doing here. It's it's joining together collectively people's minds and thoughts and having them focus together on one thing, on our world being governed by love. To me, the song what would be all we are saying is give love a chance. And that's what we're doing here together exactly the same thing. We're joining our minds together. The difference with firing the grid, and I am not an expert on it. I did it one time with my grandson when he was 14, and it was beautiful. Because at a precise moment in time, all around the planet, and there was a social consciousness Uh, Episode that occurred this last year that I participated in too, I just realized. But at one time when my grandson was 14 years old, we got up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Those people who were living in the mountain zone got up at 5, or at 5 began to participate in this practice. Those who were living in the central zone did so at seven, those on the East Coast in the United States at eight,
1: and it went around
0: the world like that. So some people were barely going to bed and some people like my grandson and I were still asleep. But we got up and all of us at precisely the same moment joined our minds and our thoughts together. And we listened to Annihil's Be Still Thy Soul. And we listened to Earth Spirits. And I really encourage getting those songs for your iPad if you don't have them. They are very leveling and very peaceful for you. They resonate within each and every human being. There is a vibration for us. And they resonate within us. Feel the vibration. In fact, I I almost right now feel like playing um, Aniyah's Be Still Thy Soul so that you can just feel that resonation. You can think about it and as you're listening to it, and just a few moments ago, not only focus on your breath, but ana- allow the song to awaken in you the cellular memory of who you are. A divine spark of a collective conscious of God, and together we are joining our minds to remind others, and we are joining our minds and deeds to reflect that inner awareness, so that as We live our lives, we focus on ourselves, not on judging others, but on how we can be better citizens, on how we can be more loving people, on how we can exemplify love. And we do it as individual travelers. We do not need to be a collective mass, you do not need to send me hundreds of thousands of dollars but if you want to that's okay no I'm joking I'm joking (laughs) I have to giggle (laughs) you don't have to buy any books Uh, I do have a book called uniquely created divinely inspired you and if you send me your uh, If you send me, you go to this uh, blog talk, there's a little message center there. Send me a message with your email address and call it in the in-ray line, put uniquely me, and I'll send you a copy of it. It's ridiculously expensive. You know, even on putting it on your, your little iPhone and your iPad and whatever other pad, your Nook and everything, it costs a ridiculous amount of money, like $10. And you know what? I've never gotten a penny from it. So it's kind of interests me. I hope that it's benefiting the world. And to me, this little handbook is for the world. It's not for profit. So the book is yours. and But we are doing this together using our own selves as our compass. And if you follow a faith and that gives you light, and it gives you joy, then follow that faith. But on Sunday mornings, when we come together, we're coming together to raise the consciousness of the world. We are going to do that. Annihil's Be Still Thy Soul is 3 minutes and 40 seconds. I will be frank with you. I, every time, try to set the mood by inviting each and every one of you to uh, join together, to breathe, and so on. And I kind of have, have a suggestion on breathing because it helps have elongated breaths, and that's going to take a couple minutes to get through that and get everybody to a place where I can turn this song on and I can leave you to it. But I want to tell you before I do that, you don't need the song. All you need is three deep breaths and reaching out your hand to take the hand of God beside you. And in saying that, let me remind you, it's God as you understand God to be. And I think that as you do this process and as you develop your personal relationship with God, your If your concept of God is very judgmental and cold, it's going to change. Because there is no way that you can hand your hand off to God. And as you sit there holding hands or stand there holding hands, not begin to reconnect with the energy of all that is and to feel the love of God that immense soft peace of knowing that you are loved, that you are protected, and you are here to live a fun, kind existence. And you can do that anywhere. You can take three deep breaths in the boardroom. And people will respect that as contemplative, period. They may not even notice. But as you speak, you will be speaking a conjoined speech. Words inspired by God, which I like to call love, by the way, by love. And I want to tell you a funny story before. Today I'm talking. I want to tell you a funny story. You know, when I first recognized the three deep breaths, because I was raised a Methodist, I was raised a Christian, that faith itself is is actually uh, very Buddhist. Like, it's really, it does teach you to focus on yourself. So I don't think there was any accident that I was put into that faith. It it, it deals with a lot of uh, self-determination and personal responsibility. Um, and I mean, really, John Wesley went around writing what he did every minute so that that's what Methodism comes from, so that he could keep his mind on God and on, on being a good tool of God. And That's the short version. But I didn't learn to meditate there. But when my children were very, very young, I saw the show called The Karate Kid Part One. And this kid was three, you know, he was polishing for three times, three times this way, three times this way, three times this way. way. And suddenly something in me, and and there was a method to the way he was doing that. And suddenly that just sparked in me just this remembrance about three deep breaths. And when I did it the first time, just slowly, methodically took three deep breaths, my body felt energized. I was connected. I was, at the end, breathing with God. So today, before we even do Aniyah's Be Still Thy Soul, let's each and every one of us take just three deep breaths. Now, the thing about breathing is everyone thinks that they need to take, they go, And then they hold their breath. And I swear, how can you do anything but what a child does in that pose? want to look at the clock and see how long you can hold your breath. I've always been fascinated with breath. In second grade, I used to go through periods of trying to hold my breath and watch the clock. I think they said if you didn't breathe for a minute, you would die. So I wanted to see if I was going to die. I didn't. So here we are. The first thing is, it's kind of like putting on wax. The first stroke is very peaceful, and so is your breathing. You don't have to breathe in and hold your breath. You can sip in breath. You can enhance that breath before you blow out, if you want, and I do. The whole time that I'm talking to you, I'm breathing with you, so I'm pulling in my breath. And I'm sipping in breath because, believe me, there's a lot of hot air coming out of this mouth. I feel like I'm telling you things you know. And I thank you for allowing me to do that. Because in so doing, I ignite within me a memory. And ideally, I do the same for you. So three deep breaths. I encourage people to breathe through the soles of their feet. And the reason I suggest that is look how far your lungs are away from your feet. They're not so far away from your nose. And so if you can breathe in through the soles of your feet and as you're pulling that breath up, up the front of your calves, up the front of your thighs, crossing over, So that at your tailbone, now you are at your base chakra, you are about to go up your spine, which is the divining rod of life. And you're going to pull that energy, that breath, past the zone of fear, your base chakra. And while you're doing that, why not push that fear back into the earth from whence it came? Because fear is what blocks the light. Fear is what empowers negative self-thinking, negative self-judgment, a fear of not being enough. You are enough. And so let's push those fears back into the earth. And as we move forward with this breath, remember you have a divine spark within you. You have a soul. A soul that is willing to guide you if you let it. So now let's pull this fearless breath up and we're going to come into the zone of creativity. Everyone, As creativity. We create children. We create conversation. We create concepts. We can create products. And everyone, though, does not want to be at the same place in the stream of creativity. And that's okay. It's okay to be who you are. It's okay to have wants that are different than others. It's okay to want to achieve, and it's okay to want to follow. We just need to, to be true to who we are. So we're going to take a fearless, creative, and we're going to pull that fearless, creative breath up now, and we're going to come into the solar plexus, the zone of healing, Now, in the solar plexus, that is like a yellow energy for that chakra. And I'd like you to have fearless, creative, healing energy course through your body and let go of the malaise of the moment. Let go of those thoughts that you're not enough, that society is, is doomed, that the world can never survive. And instead, I would like you to take that fearless, creative healing energy and I want you to pull it up to your heart and now infuse your body with self-love with your breath. Imagine yourself becoming encapsulated in a beautiful, beautiful, crystalline bulb of self-love as you begin to ignite your light within you as you begin to recognize your internal divinity, that does not require you to be a perfect being. It simply enables you to grow from moment to moment in peace, being your highest self. And when you're not, it gives you a chance to step back onto the track And may I right now step back onto the track. Sometimes as attorneys, we become so egocentric, so needful of being right, that our words are used like sabers. And I don't want my words to be of that nature. But I know Accepting responsibility, accepting that I can be better, and then stepping out as my true self better is something that each and every one of us can do. When someone is rude to me, it provides me a chance. To model politeness back. When someone is mean to me, it provides me an opportunity to model kindness back. And in that process, the person is both my teacher reminding me to be kind and my student. Yes, we are here to experience and grow in the light, and we have charge of ourselves. Pulling that fearless, creative, healing, loving energy up, you come to the zone of words, your throat chakra, where you are in control of kind words, thoughtful deeds, thoughtful words, pulling that up, You come to the zone of manifestation, where you can manifest who you are, where you can choose who you are. And following that, you lift your first breath up out of your body. You allow it to go out and commingle to join the breath of God. And then when you breathe out, you breathe out, I am enough. So today's meditation is going to be on self-value and love. And we're going to do three deep breaths. And I'm simply going to say breath one, breath two, breath three. And while I'm saying that, Before we even go into the song, you will feel a unity of spirit, an igniting of the light within you, as you can feel the energy of God within you and around you. Let us begin with breath one. Breath two. Breath three. you are now connected with the universe and you can do that in three seconds or excuse me, three minutes which leaves one hour and 57 minutes to do something else. Keeping that place, I'm going to send you to an IELTS Be Still Thy Soul three minutes and 40 seconds. It's going to seem very long because of where you are in this place. This place of peace. And as you take your first breath and the song is playing, please reach out your dominant hand and take the hand of God, as you know God to be. And when you take your second deep breath, reach out your non dominant hand and take the hand of another listener's God. So that together we are God, God, man, God, man, God, man, God, man. forming a giant, giant circle that is growing every week of people who believe in themselves, of people who believe in love, of people who are committing themselves to love. As you breathe in, breathe in, I am loved. And as you breathe out, breathe out, I am enough. Three minutes and forty seconds. if you could hear me sniffling there, it's sometimes when I'm meditating and I'm joining my breath with God's breath, I am just in such awe and I am so humbled that God is willing to spend time with me. The feeling is so immense that I cry. Just the joining of my spirit's with God is phenomenal. It truly, truly is phenomenal. And I hope that you are feeling the same thing. And if you are not yet, keep breathing. It is not that God is not there for you. It is not that love is not there for you. It is that you need to practice relaxing, and accepting. You know, when we talk about our little lights, we so often talk about it in uh, terms of uh, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And I recognize it's a Christian hymn, but it applies no matter who gave you the light. And it's something that we teach children And I don't know if we forget it as adults, but it's the light is within us. We are one source of light. But every act of kindness is not necessarily something that is undeserving of a kind act back. And I've noticed that many, many people can be kind, are willing to be kind, but are not willing to accept back kindness. Interesting idea, huh? So they can give all of the gifts, but they don't, they want to, I don't know, I don't know. I don't want to judge buying dinner all the time. But, Enabling others to have the joy that one experiences when they give is kindness. Sharing, reaching out, and enabling, letting others be the leader in a conversation is kindness. Somehow, we have gotten this idea that our light is shining if we are the center of attention. Sometimes it shines most when we allow others to be the center of attention. Now, when you come into your cocoon and you're going to spend some time meditating in your private place that you've created, your solitude place, when you come into that place, as I said, there will be the residual energy It will welcome you in and you begin to accept and believe that you are worthy to have God hold your hand. As you begin to accept and believe that you are as vital a part of the ring of life as anyone else, you will begin to feel the union with God. You will begin to feel the connection. You will begin to know. And then you will feel that energy coursing through your body, reminding you of the light within you. A very, very basic concept. You need to allow others to be the center of attention. You need to accept gifts as well as give them. You need to not sacrifice yourself but enjoy life. Feel the integrity of creating and allow others to feel that integrity. And you need to allow some time for you to take three deep breaths. I have someone texting me while we're doing all of this. If the chatting is not interruption enough, I'm terrible at it and I apologize to anyone who logs into the chat room. I'm not good at managing it. I Perhaps I should not open it. Uh, I cannot give back to the people in there what they give to me, but they do give me ideas, and if there's something that you, an idea you have, I do allow my eyes to glance across it, but texting is a little bit too much um please don't text me from Twitter <laughs> while we're doing the show because i can't i i I'm uh trying to stay focused as it is. I can get easily sidestepped, uh, just or sidetracked, I guess is the right word, just by the joy I feel of joining my energy with all of yours, of believing it's possible to be a part of a collective mass,
1: a mass
0: that is willing to humbly go forth in love, not for recognition, but also not as doormats, but instead as viable, equal human beings. Allowing your light to shine. There may be some who see your sense of equality as taking away from their sense of superiority. And if that is the case, so be it. We all may occupy different positions in life. Some may be presidents of the United States. But as a human being, as a created, God created creature, we all have equal souls. Our jobs do not dictate our worth. Kind acts do not make us more than others. They simply are a vehicle for reflecting the light that is within us and inspiring others to follow our example. But as human beings, we are all equal. And if you find yourself Wanting to treat someone as less than you as less because they do not meet some sort of judgment that you have created in your mind, then pause, breathe in three deep breaths. And remember the unity of this circle where we all join together as equal beings, sending forth love to all. And see more in that person than your judgments. See that person's right to self determination, to being who they are. Allow yourself to focus just on you. Let go of the need to be the orchestra director. Let go of the need to save. Instead, just be. Have you ever thought about the concept of being? My mom used to say let it be. Do you find that it's an accident that we are human beings? We are manifesting the divinity. We are manifesting the, at its core the quality of all that is of love. And sometimes we are good manifestors and sometimes we are not. Sometimes we are so afraid there is not enough for us that we take more than we need. That we accumulate beyond our wildest dreams. That we leave, that we walk by with blinded eyes. I have this idea, maybe not blinded eyes, like there's hooded eyes. Isn't that a better word? We cover our eyes so that we don't see those in need. I've been in restrooms where women have come in crying. The restroom is full of people. And the restroom is full of human beings. And yet they all hood their eyes and turn and act like the woman in distress is invisible. I don't see that as letting my light shine. I see that as putting my light under a bushel. And so I will hug that woman because that's what she needs at that moment. Yesterday, I was in a TJ Maxx. Yes, I shop in all the regular places. And uh, doing Christmas shopping and doing the typical uh, human, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, but then finally just saying, you know, I have faith in God that my sharing will be enough and that my sharing will not cause me financial harm. But I'm tooling through the store. There's this lady, and I almost run into her three times. Finally, I realize there's no coincidence this lady is in need. And so she starts talking to me about what she's purchased, why she's purchased it, And she starts talking about having a mother at home who is a failing health. And and she's describing to me, a complete stranger, all of the steps that she is taking to keep her mother from the inevitable death that we all face. And I didn't know this lady... I could have walked right by. It was certainly an uncomfortable conversation for some to be occurring in TJ Maxx's aisle. But I reached out and I touched her shoulder and I said, you're doing a great job. There's nothing you can do to eliminate the eventuality of your mother passing. But what you are doing is what needs to be done. And her eyes lit up. Folks, there are a lot of hidden heroes out there. We need to be open to them and we need to be sensitive to them. There's much media about a peace officer in New York City who gave a pair of boots to a homeless man. How many people walked by that homeless man with hooded eyes? How many people don't question, why am I keep running by this person in this store? It's a big store. How many people don't reach outside their comfort zone and give the one thing that does not cost a penny, love. The one thing that is
1: inspired,
0: stimulated, and motivated by the light within us, love. That's what it's all about. This little light of mine is about love. It's about using loving words. It's about about believing that love is possible as we meditate week after week for together. It's about believing that we are loved. Therefore, we can show love. That commandment, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, or otherwise translated as love others as you love yourself, starts with recognizing and loving yourself. Starts with believing that you are worthy of God's love. And I guarantee if you just take three deep breaths and know that you are worthy, and kind of add your hand there, God will take that hand. And I also guarantee that if you don't feel the presence of God holding your hand the first time, you will. Keep reaching out your hand. Keep breathing three times and know that you are loved and you are enough. And then be. Love. We've got two minutes left here. It's not very much time. And I'm looking to see if I even have any two-minute music. A lot of talking today. A lot of talking. Every other week the show is at 8.30, and then the alternative weeks, if we're having a show, will be at 9 o'clock. I do this back and forth, not to to kind of shake it up, but instead I do it uh, because I go for a massage. Can you believe it? So every other week I have a sore arm and I get to go for a massage. Am I blessed or what? My life is full of blessings. But the best blessing I have is, number one, seeing my friend Scott Bull has now signed into my chat because... He is like, wow, a real fan, or at least a real listener, (laughs) which I love. He is the funniest guy. You need to go listen to his show at, I believe, 10 o'clock. But it's also knowing that all of you cared enough to come today and to come all of the other times that you come and listen so that the number of listeners is immense. And if you can imagine that we have 2,500, that's about it right now. That's the highest. Well, we had 5,000 for one show. So let's take 5,000 for that show. So we have 5,000 listeners. And those 5,000 people talk to someone else about love or better, maybe not better, but let's say they just go out and they are their loving selves. They are their highest selves. They don't walk with hooded eyes, but instead with open eyes. They are sensitive. They care. They see someone in distress, they reach out. They don't have to spend money. Sometimes just the words, blessings to you, can ignite a flood of change. Can you imagine the multiplier effect that we can have and someday Someday, this can be a word, love, that dominates the universe and our planet. I know people call me a utopian. Be a utopian. Believe in love. Namaste.